This is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore our humanity. Ace Tucker, Space Trucker is a comic audio series about a space trucker whose encounters lead him to many situations. I spoke to the creator of the series, James Tramontana. And Jim, I got to tell you, any any character that's created at a comic convention is all right by me. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you so much for having me, Tony. And yeah, Ace Tucker was born out of a, a, a very strange comic convention where we were all bored and sitting around talking about uh, how all the great 70s trucker movies had a uh, some sort of simian sidekick. And yeah. A comic. Yeah, like every which way, Big Loose and that's right, and and BJ and the Bear and all those great trucker movies always had like a some kind of chimp or orangutan sidekick, and somehow that morphed into a space trucker that has a Russian cyborg chimp as a sidekick, and then from that, Ace Tucker Space Trucker was born. Yeah, and it's already into season number two. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so the first season, um, I wrote a novel first. So the novel was first, but it wasn't necessarily completed. So I like I finished the first couple drafts, and then as I once I was going through the story, I was trying to come up with a like an interesting way to kind of popularize and market the thing and try to get the yeah. word out there, and and everyone and all the the the. Um, things I saw on the internet was like, you need to have a platform, you need to have an online presence. So, and I didn't want to do like just another, like, this is how you write a novel. This is my process of writing a novel. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to turn this story into an audio fiction podcast and chop up the novel. So it turned into a 17 episode uh, audio fiction series. And since I'm a control freak, <laughs> I did all, all the voices myself, all the sound effects. Um, all the editing, the music, et cetera. And it's, and people seem to like it. So I decided why not go for a season two? So here we yeah. are. More on Ace Truck, more on Ace Tucker, Space Trucker in a moment. Voices, is that something you've always done? Yeah, I've uh, um, always been, you know, uh, kind of a, a goofball growing up and <laughs> somehow <laughs> found that I had a knack for doing silly voices. So, um, yeah, it, um, actually the first incarnation, I thought I was going to have multiple people doing the characters, but, mm -hmm. um, it was, it's just so much work to put together each episode, uh, having the other wrinkle of putting a cast of people together and having to deal with their schedules was just way yeah. too much work. So, yeah, and I, I hear you. <laughs> and it kind of makes it, I mean, none of my voices are real great. Like I, the Russian cyborg chimp sounds like Arnold Schwarzenegger for some reason, because I he can't does. do a Russian accent. <laughs> So, and I do a terrible Elvis Presley, you know, like, oh, you're mine, I'll, I'll, why don't you come on over here and uh, eat some of us here, I'll sandwich man. So, I mean, but I think that's part of the joke, and that's kind of the fun that some people find in it, is that, you know, I am doing it all myself, and it's, mm -hmm. it's not the greatest, but somehow it works. I don't know. Finding Ace's voice, that come pretty easy? Yeah, actually, it was, because, well, when I first conceived him, he was way cooler, you know. He's I kind of pictured him <laughs> as like Bandit from like uh, Smokey and the yeah. Bandit, oh, yeah. mixed with Han Solo, mixed with you know like Captain Mao from uh, Firefly. But then he then like as I got into this character, I'm like, wait a minute, this is a this is a rock and roll roadie 
who drinks beer all day and lives in space and is like the only human he knows and was basically taught how to be human by a Russian cyborg chimp. He's probably not going to sound like someone cool and calm like Bandit or, you know, Han Solo. He's going to be a little bit of kind of a weird sounding guy who kind of just goes through life and kind of go with the flow kind of guy. And then I, I, I also made him, you know, less than, less than average IQ because I think that's funnier. So mm-hmm. he's kind of a fun loving idiot. In that. And then <laughs> this season he's kind of gotten a little more Midwestern. <laughs> so okay. he, his vowel sounds have kind of turned into a, maybe a Minnesotan, like, Oh, what's going on here? You know, the vowel sounds are morphing a little, but you know, I think with any character voice actor, even like Homer Simpson went through a little bit of an evolution before he kind of nailed it. So I think I'm kind of doing the same thing, but um, yeah, he's kind of taken a life on his own always. And uh, he's the glue that holds this, his band of misfits together. Mm-hmm. You're also a musician. So you wrote the theme song and perform it. Yeah. For, right? yeah. Right. yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. We don't yeah. have to worry about music rights on your podcast. That's for sure. Correct. Yeah. So I use all <laughs> my own music and then my friend's music. Like I, I've been in bands since I was 16 um, wow. and I have a little um, music publishing company uh, that I publish some of my friends' music. So, yeah, so it's stuff from my bands, my friends' bands, and then background music I use either some uh, catalog music, like some open source, and then I, like, score stuff on the fly in Pro Tools just for, like, little bed music here and there to oh, add a yeah. little more oomph. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess do you record, uh, I guess you record the voices first. Yeah, so the process, uh, like I'll write a script and then I'll go through and do like, I usually start with Ace because he has, being the main titular character, he has most lines. So I'll yeah. do all him and then put pauses in, in between and then go do the next character, the next character um, and kind of, you should see my sessions. They look like a mess when I'm done because it's all over the place, like the audio clips. And then from there, it's the endless process of, moving and massaging and lining things up and getting the timing right to make it sound like natural conversation. And it takes me sure. about 40 hours per episode. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah. Boy, I used to complain about just, I used to, you know, on my podcast, it take, it would take me about two hours sometimes for 25 minutes. So I can't. Complain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot complain. I, did get, I got quick towards the end of the first season because. Yeah. I was doing it. So and that was a weekly podcast. Wow. Um, so wow. I banked a bunch of episodes before I launched and then kind mm-hmm. of frantically finished them as the, as the season went on. Um, mm-hmm. But so that, by the end of that, I was about down to 20 ish hours, but then I took a huge amount of time off to release the novel and promote that. And then now I'm back into doing it as a monthly podcast, kind of like a comic book for your ears. So it's out once a month. And I'm back. I lost all my speed. I'm back to doing like 40 hours and, you know, but it's a labor of love. (laughs) It it has to be. Otherwise it becomes a chore, doesn't it? You know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I did notice there was a female voice in in one of the episodes. So you have to, I mean, sometimes those are hard to fake. So uh, I guess you have to bring those on. Is that, and I guess you record them separately. 
Yeah. So like um, one of the main characters, um, April Massey, is, uh, she was uh, she started out as a KFC cashier on the KFC <laughs> and Elvis Presley Boulevard right across from Graceland. Oh, wow. And so I just kind of take my voice up a little bit and like put a little bit of a list on it and then give, you know, trying to talk like it's a little bit of a valley girl meets a little bit of, uh, I don't know, kind of a, I don't know. I don't know. What do I sound like to you? I don't know. So, <laughs> that's my lady voice. Oh, cool. That's that's great. Yeah, very interesting. And, and obviously, there's sound effects you have to put in, too. So yeah. that's where the 40 hours comes in and music. Uh, yeah. And I guess you, you have to, with the music, you have to kind of mix it a little bit, too, don't you? Yeah, there's, yeah, there's a lot of mixing involved. Um, I use mostly instrumentals. Um, yeah. But- like and some of those you know they're like finished instrumental tracks that are mixed like loud as the day is long you know so they have to, yeah. have to sometimes i have to put an eq on it to get it to sit right um but mm-hmm. yeah by the end of the, the 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 episode i have hundreds and hundreds of tracks inside yeah. of pro tools and wow. and I have terrible organization skills there's probably a way easier <laughs> way for me to do this but i'm kind of yeah. inventing it as i go but oh, yeah, the, there's mixing and panning and effects to kind of keep it all together. But yeah, sometimes I have to underdub things, meaning like, you know, I have like stacked sound effects, music and something else going on. And then it's just way too much. So you have to start taking things out to make it more cohesive mm-hmm. and, and, and make, make sense to people. Mm-hmm. And uh, my quality control is my beloved wife. I make her, I force her to listen <laughs> to all the episodes before they're done. And if, if, if she's giggling and it makes sense to her, then I release it into the wild. So, wow, that's so, cool. Well, they're I a lot this, of fun to listen to. I'll tell yeah. you. Yeah. Really oh, it. great. Thanks. It's it's neat. It's uh, and I, I obviously I, I listen to it two ways, as pure enjoyment, and then I'm sitting there going, boy, that's a lot of work. <laughs> you know, yeah. just, it's like as a as somebody who has to do some uh, some share of editing, I said, man, yeah. he really puts in the work. You know, and yeah. uh, you know, just watching your patron your uh, patron video, I could see that you use some good mics too. So uh, you don't you can't skimp yeah. on quality. Yeah, you know, yeah. I guess growing up in um, in recording studios, uh, yeah. I finally got a pretty good system in my basement now. Um, after now, I've been recording in bands, you know, for decades now because I'm an old man. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, um, yeah, so yeah, that pa- the Patreon thing was kind of something new that I just started doing this season. Oh, like good. I people have asked me how I do it, so I did like kind of a live first stab at editing video and um yeah so you watched that was it did it make sense was it entertaining yeah totally yeah it was great i I enjoyed it you know and and you know you you went into the voices and then you came back to jim and it was it was cool i mean it uh it was it got the message across and you were energetic and 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 it was just fun to watch it wasn't boring like a lot of those are unfortunately yeah 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 i think i want to kind of do more of that but again that's something that slows me down a little because now i'm like i'm kind of explaining my process without giving away the secret sauce though that's Um, right never give that secret sauce away yeah i don't know if there are any real secret sauces because i really do feel like i'm an idiot just kind of 
having fun in his by himself and and like if it makes something cool that people like i'm i'm, I'm thrilled about that so yeah, yeah so i have no idea what i'm doing <laughs> <laughs> well, i think you have a pretty good idea and it, it's a lot of fun that's really the main thing all right why don't we take a break i'm we're with jim tramontana and we're talking about ace trucker space trucker and we'll be right back hey this is james Denton from desperate housewives and all-star superman and you're listening to sci-fi talk Back talking about this fun audio drama, novel, comic. I mean, you name it, this guy's into it. Jim Tramontana, and it's Ace Tucker, Space Trucker. And uh, I was listening to episode two of uh, of the new season. And, mm. and, you know, the theater of the mind, man, when the... Um, when the I don't want to give a spoiler, but there's 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 dinosaur <laughs> guts in this one. So uh, and I love dinosaurs yeah. or, or or lizards or whatever you want to call them. But uh, it sounded like a good old thundered lizard. So it was uh, it was yeah. cool. Well, was I'm glad cool. that that came across. That was exactly what I was trying to portray: a giant lizard beast there chasing you go. down Ace Tucker and Old Ivan Chippenhall. <laughs> so yeah that was my halloween episode so there's oh yeah, there you go so that was uh yeah it involved uh <laughs> hooker lizard zombie yes. <laughs> so, hey there you go there you so go that's quality entertainment folks space <laughs> hooker in lizard sp- zombies in space hey that gets my vote um so yeah. I, I one thing i do notice is that you're pretty active in social media and you you know you've done radio interviews and you've also done uh, other podcasts uh, you've been on the great uh, geek c podcast so you've you're you're, you're out there uh, you know talking it up a little bit and that's a that's a cool thing too yeah i mean i'm trying to get the word out there um because i mean yeah i, I these days, if you're you're not all over the social media platforms, you're you're kind of dying in, in the weeds by yourself. Um, it, yeah. does, it takes up some time, and you know, and it the internet can be very negative at times. But I thankfully sure. I've I um I haven't been the subject of much trolling yet. But I guess once I am, though, that means it's really getting somewhere. So now mm-hmm. that um, but yeah, everything I try to put out is, is positive, um, fun. Yeah. Um, some of the humor is a little crass, but it's not, it's all in good fun. It's not mean spirited. And that's, I mean, uh, that's kind of what I like. And there's so much negativity in the world right now. Like I try to just make something that's fun. That's going to help you, you know, forget about yeah. the nonsense for a while and just giggle and have a, a good goofy time. And, and plus making it keeps me off the streets. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Actually, uh, in my experience, the only only time I I get comments are when I do something wrong. (laughs) And it's like if I I don't check an episode and I leave something that I can edit it, like an extra take in there that shouldn't be in there. They said, Uh, hey, uh, Tony, uh, the quality isn't as what it used to be on on this episode. (laughs) And And I listen to it and I go, hey, thanks. My bad. You know. That's yeah. it. Uh, but, you know, other than that, they've been uh, they've been very nice. My my group that's is a good. quiet group, but but they're a very faithful yeah. group. And, uh, that's, and that's good, important. though. I've heard that from other creators as well as like it's it's if you if people aren't yelling at you, that means that they're liking it. So, uh, because, yeah, I, like, I think so. The vocal minority is the one of the, the, you know, just the rabble rousers that come up and and, and kind of ruin your day. But um uh, but uh, yeah, sure. that's that's great. So I uh, I, I noticed that are you hosted on Lipson your pot your uh, episode. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Ah, because yep. that's where I'm hosted as well. I've been there since 2005, and and they're great. Oh, wow. and, you know, yeah, I actually yeah, met yeah. Rob Waltz at uh, at NAB at National Association of Broadcasters really? in New York. Wow. Yeah, so we got to talk. I had seen him there before, and we got to talk a little bit. And uh, you know, he's he's actually a, a pretty good sci-fi fan and knows his stuff. We we had a good conversation, and uh, I was there. And also, um, there's if I can give you a tip, I would reach out to this these these guys, and, and they are terrific. Maybe you mm-hmm. already have. They're called Podcast Movement. And yeah, uh, my and a friend do, of mine. Uh, went to the podcast movement conference this past year and said it was fantastic. No, these guys really, they were in New York as well. I got to meet them and they've been really nice. They've retweeted my shows and I, I, I actually, I, I want to get them on this podcast as well and just talk about things. And maybe as we get closer to their conference, or we have something to promote, I'll get them on. But uh, yeah, yeah it's, uh, they're a great group of guys. And if you haven't yourself, I would reach out to them directly. Yeah, I'll do it. I will do it. Yeah, the, um, there is a. I'm. I, I live in the Dayton area, and uh, we have a podcast called the Gem City Podcast. And their hosts were recently at the Podcast Movement Conference and said nothing but great. Now, is this Dayton, about. Ohio? Uh huh. Yep. That's oh, okay. Because my 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 uh, wife's family is from Canton, Ohio. Oh, okay. and, and she was she was born in Ohio too. So um, yeah, yeah. So. I, I grew, up in Central, I grew up in Central Florida, but moved to Ohio in 2006. Oh, wow. Yeah, so big change, but... Uh, and since it's so cold, that's why I had to go to the basement and start recording the silly voices, you know? <laughs> yeah, I tell you. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to winter, believe me. More with creator James Tramontana of Ace Tucker Space Trucker in a moment. So that sounds great. It sounds like, uh, you know, you're doing a whole bunch of stuff. After season two, do you think you have more in you? Yeah. So the idea was season one was telling the entirety of the first novel in in separate episodes. And season two, I'm kind of taking it more as like a sitcom or maybe like a Star Trek where (laughs) they're um, (laughs) a very silly Star Trek where each episode is a self-contained story. Um, but I'm slowly building a overall season arc for season two that will somehow culminate in a multi-episode finale. Um, and then from now, whether that turns into a novel or just a series of short stories, and I'm not really sure, but as far as the audio fiction goes, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with this until, um, I don't know, until the, the they come to put me in a rubber room without a, a microphone because <laughs> I lo- <laughs> I love doing it. It's it's fun, and um, I'm gaining more of a more of an audience. My dream is for it to be fully monetized without selling out. I ain't gonna yeah, sell out. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, I actually i have a i have a i have a tip for you after we get done in that in that sure. vein as well. I would so, love um, to hear it. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll talk, but this is off the air stuff, folks. So sure, sure. But, yeah. uh, so. As far as, obviously, you love sci-fi and horror and comics and things. So what are the, what are the, the things that kind of inspired you in those areas? What stood out to you growing up that said, hey, I really like this stuff? Yeah, I, I've always been a fan. Uh, like Star, I remember watching Star Trek with my dad as a kid and Nova um, and oh, yeah. uh, Carl, yeah. Carl Sagan. Uh, um, mm. 
uh, shows and in search of. And I mean, I grew up in the on the Space Coast, right where um, uh, I lived, maybe uh, 25 minutes south of where they launched uh, rockets in the space shuttle. And so it's always always been a part of my life. Um, and I wanted to be an astronaut as a kid, but I'm terrible at math and I'm, yeah. I'm too tall and I didn't go into the military, but my, um, my interest in like science and uh, science fiction and fantasy has always been there. Um, I like the, I've always been attracted to like kind of the hopeful, um, hopefulness of the future, like the Gene Roddenberry kind of utopia kind of stuff, as well as, uh, like one of my first science fiction loves after you know star trek and star wars was uh, hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy oh and that's when i learned yeah. holy cow sci-fi can be funny and you know i love um you know parodies and comedies and um and musicals <laughs> um so like this all kind of is worked into a blender for my current you know this current um um project with ace tucker so and one day i am going to do an ace tucker space trucker musical i don't know <laughs> when but that i will need the help of others though i, I yeah I, I will have uh, more people involved than just me for that because that would be just murder to do by myself <laughs> yeah that, that's ambitious but hey if you can pull that off man i'd love to hear yeah it. do with that and then the off-broadway show yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you, I've seen some pretty cool. Uh, there, there's a off Broadway show, off off Broadway, that my yeah. wife and I saw. It's actually toured a little bit in the country called uh, Planet Wongo, and you know, and it's it mm. was pre- it was pretty cool. It's about kind of like a, a a 50s spoof of these astronauts that land on the planet of women, and yeah. uh, uh-huh. but but they're looking at him as the main course rather than. Uh, <laughs> than <laughs> than as anything else so it's pretty funny and uh, it was cool it was and and there's it's all music too there's a lot of music in it too which is really neat and it's original music that was written by yeah. the creator so uh you never know if you if you got something it's it's yeah. certainly worth uh trying it out but the musical sounds like a really neat idea and but yeah it's going to take you some time because that doesn't yeah come <laughs> that might be like once i finish season two maybe like the it's in the lieu of a whole season three, maybe just do the musical as the next, you know, multi-stage project. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Is is there anything right now in sci-fi fantasy or horror or comics that you really, really like? Man, there's a lot. Like, uh, well, I'm, I just, I always, I always love all the Marvel shows on Netflix. Um, yeah. I, I love The Expanse. Um, oh my books. God, yes. Yes. And the, and the TV show, um, like I've yes. read all the books. I read them as soon as they come out. That nice. is, I, I describe it to people who don't know. It's Game of Thrones in space, but way better. Yeah. Yes, I it's really that. cool. Now, I've talked so, to some of those folks, and uh, I spoke to uh, Kaz Anvar, who uh, is Alex Kamal on the show oh, at uh, cool. Comic-Con. And he talked yeah. about when Jeff Bezos, uh, when they were at a conference with Jeff Bezos, and he picked up the oh. show at that conference, so it was uh, they they oh, freaked wow. out. That was that they was the con- you met. Holy cow! Yeah, yeah. I'm glad. And Bezos, like he's into rockets, so he's the perfect oh. guy to to carry the torch for that show. I'm so glad that they're on uh, because oh, now yeah. we can binge on it too. Yeah, when it comes right. out, we got the whole season, yeah, right. which is so great. I, I just well, I looked at Kaz's. Um, Instagram account, and there he was in the makeup chair, getting ready to go. 
Uh, yeah, I really love that show. Um, I just started watching The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix as a horror show. I really think that's cool because I read Archie comics as a kid and then yeah. went into like DC and Marvel and Independence. Um, so that's that's something else that, that I'm way into now. Um, I yeah. I spend about a hundred dollars at the comic shop every month, so you know. Wow, good God bless you there. They, and and I'm sure they appreciate it because boy, it's yeah. neat. I've been watching The Haunting of Hill House with my wife, and uh, yeah, it's pretty How is good. That? I have, is that, yeah, it is pretty um, good. My, I mean, it's spook. It's downright spooky, and yeah. um, it has a little Stephen King to it. It kind of has. Mm -hmm. Uh, the characters as children and then grown up, and I won't say any more to spoil it, but it's so worth it. The casting is so well done. It's written well, directed well, and it just proof that, uh, you know, that to pay services like Amazon and Netflix are just killing it and have some of the yeah. best content out there now. It's just yeah, amazing. they definitely do, and they're throwing a ton of money at it. So I wonder how sustainable it's going to be over time, because I think they're they're trying to to kill off the competition with the amount of money they're throwing at it. But uh, well, like you know, small. Amazon. The thing that's cool yeah. about the cool about thing about them is their main con their main um, their main source of revenue is not the TV stuff or the or the content stuff that we see as video or whatever. It's shipping mm -hmm. stuff. <laughs> so yeah, and now, yeah, yeah. And now we're coming into you know the big season for them, and they're gonna make mega bucks this holiday season. And uh, yeah. we live in New York City; we can literally order something and have it here the same day. So it's yeah, crazy. And yeah, and they're probably going to be the, the first trillion dollar company, right? So I think so. I think so. So I mean, they have money, and the fact that they're going into this content and really beefing up Prime Video, just talk to the folks and have a podcast coming up on the man in the high castle, and um, yeah, mm -hmm. that's another quality show. Never make it on network TV, but uh, right. uh, with them, no problem, and uh, and yeah. it's not censored. And it really it has a has a message, which is cool. So, you know, that's the thing. It's I don't want to get into it too deeply, but my biggest concern is all these different services you have to buy to keep up with your uh, with the stuff right. you love. And, yeah, uh, it's getting and real it, fragmented. And, yeah. and for a fan, it kind of bleeds you dry a little bit. So yeah, you know, it's yeah. Easy. Like I'm a huge Star Trek fan, but I still haven't seen Star Trek Discovery because I don't want to pay for another streaming service. So thank the Vulcan gods, it's now on DVD. It's coming out next week. So I oh, good. good. Yeah. Well, so. well, let me tell you. Um, if it if anything looks like they showed a sizzle reel at New York Comic Con, which I cover, try to cover every year, and I was there the last nine years and they showed a sizzle reel that looks crazy and um and spock has a beard and i'm like hmm what's that about <laughs> Ooh, mirror universe <laughs> and they actually i don't want to give you a spoiler but they do go there this in the first season and nice. uh, and you will not be disappointed i saw the costumes of the mirror universe at comic-con this year and they looked awesome That's awesome cool. Yeah. So yeah, there's a great, there's great, a really great um, uh, comic book that IDW Comics puts out. That's all in the Mirror Universe. There's been three different miniseries. Um, yeah. It's in the next gener next generation Mirror Universe. So that's yeah. really cool. 
Yeah, I've um, seen those, and those look really cool. So yeah. the only thing I'll, I'll tell you is one thing that we subscribe to, the CBS All Access, is you can do it with commercials, and it's much cheaper. And the mm. thing about it is the commercials they air are nowhere near the glut of commercials we see on network or cable. So okay, yeah. it's not it's as a happy bad. medium. It's a, yeah. it's, a, it's very, maybe you get like two commercials per break, and it's like, I can handle that. You know, maybe yeah. three at the most. It's not a lot. So, uh, it, you know, it works. I mean, you know, they make most of their money on the subscriptions. So, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So as far as as far as Ace, um, mm-hmm. what do you foresee for the future of Ace uh, besides the, the musical? Would you want to well, do something on stage with him? Yeah, I would love to. I, I would love to do what I my what I really want is I want to sell it to Netflix or Amazon Prime. You know, I think it has <laughs> the potential to be an ongoing series. I mean, things like Ash versus Evil Dead and what's the one that um the guy Stan, from Yeah, Stan versus uh Stan versus Evil. Um like these kind of silly like mashup kind of well those are like horror comedy. I think um there's definitely room for sci-fi comedy. Um yep. and I think in my mind, Ace Tucker Space Trucker is the perfect vehicle for that because um, mm-hmm. there's pop culture, there's, there's comedy, there's some heart, there's hustle, there's, there's singing and dancing. You know, it's got it all. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, so you're in New York City, so I'm going to come up and stay with you so I can start pitching it to some TV execs. <laughs> oh, that's funny that is really funny but hey what you should do is come up here for new york comic-con next october yeah i you know what um friends of mine uh worked do some of the printing for new york comic-con uh some of the screen printing for t-shirts and stuff and i may be coming up just to help them up i want to table it because i table at a lot of local comic-cons around the midwest yeah. but new york yeah. comic-con is so expensive it is and even in artist alley it's, it's so crazy expensive hey, but i yeah i've yet to do san diego or new york yeah um how do you see the like the little guys doing there does like do they they make their table money back or is it all just you know, uh, boy, I, i'll tell you uh it, it is very competitive very honest most people go to the um you know, to the big guys. And yeah. what I do see is the little guys are, they, they, most of the time, you know, it's somebody from a small press or indie comic where the person is not behind, not behind the desk, but out in the aisle talking to right. literally grabbing people. And that's really yeah. the only way you can do it. You know, have your comic or whatever, say, Hey, mm-hmm. um, and you know, at like, if you were going to do it, what I would say is, it, it means shelling out some money, but just giving yeah. away some free samples of, you know, give away an episode, you know, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Like even season yeah. one is already out there, and yeah. uh, and that uh, and that, you know, that would be cool. So, but yeah, maybe I mean, on like a thumb drive or something, or like a little yeah. download code or something. Or absolutely, yeah. yeah. And on yeah. the thumb drive, you can also include an issue. You can include the, uh, a novel or sample yeah. chapters. There's a lot you can yeah. do. Pictures, some music as well. So uh, there's a lot you can do that way. But yeah, you have to have something to. People like people carry those bags and they want to yeah. fill it. <laughs> Yep, it's trick or treat all day long. And, uh, and, you know, New York is tough, but San Diego is even tougher. Preview night, although this year wasn't as bad, I, maybe I just found my way around a little bit better, but it was, it was pretty crowded. 
And it's it's hard. It's hard for anybody uh, that that's doing anything indie. But I did talk to the, these amazing ladies from a company called Hex Comics. And mm, uh, I've heard of yeah, I've, I've I've heard of them yeah. Yeah, and uh, I did an interview with them right on the convention floor, so it can be Ooh. done. Um, but and they were great; they were really just classy ladies and very talented too. Mm-hmm. I mean, their artwork is, you know, it's and actually one of them fessed to me that they have a Disney influence, but you know, it's it it shows a little bit. It shows a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's you know, you just have to go out there and and hustle it when you're on the floor. But yeah. you know, getting there. It's expensive, and I'm sure even mm. San Diego is even more expensive than New York. You know, so yeah. you know, but yeah. you know, it's hard. It's hard to get out there, but you know, uh, I certainly don't. Most of my budget goes to traveling to San Diego, so yeah, 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 yeah. the hotel and all that good stuff. So I don't. A table is is would be a luxury at best. <laughs> yeah, and I think they're uh, what they're. Um, they're like um, you have to apply, right? Like Absolutely. A, yeah. yeah, you apply and then you're chosen. Yeah, like um, yep. right. So yeah, I'm starting to do uh, panels in my local cons. Like I'm doing one at, at Gem City Comic Con this year on uh, DIY audio fiction creation. So oh, there you go. Um, that's a good. Hopefully, that's, a good. that's something I can build into the rotation and maybe present as like this is an added value I can provide to your guests. Um, I'll do a panel or. You know, yeah. So, well, you know, I would recommend bringing like a thumb drive or a cup, you know, some yeah. thumb drives with you to that because, uh, you know, nowadays people talk online. So, right. I, yep. I'm, I, the thing I notice is on uh, on Twitter, it's like um, I, I, I track like the reach I have of a tweet or a retweet. Mm-hmm. And it's surprising, uh, you know, what happens when you're retweeted by even one or two people. It, it potentially could reach thousands in a, in one yeah. shot. It's yeah. amazing. It really is amazing. So would you say Twitter is your main focus on, uh, I, I'm sure you probably use Instagram too a little bit, right? Yeah. I, yeah, I'm most, I'm pretty active on Twitter and Instagram. I have multiple Facebook pages, but it seems like a lot of people are abandoning Facebook, but I do have a, um, you know, Ace Tucker Space Trucker has his own Facebook page and I have my authorial page uh, for my author works and my other uh, things that I've written. Um, I also have a group on Facebook called the Ace Tucker Space Trucker Science Fiction Fried Chicken Rock and Roll Community. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a mouthful. Literally. Yeah, it's a little silly, but yeah, I, um, I, I'm active on, on social media, but I, I still think I, I'm kind of just treading water. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm, yeah. you know, it's a, you got a machine gun at all. So yeah, absolutely. Um, but absolutely. yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Solid Jim, S O L I D J I M. That's the same for um, Instagram as well. Cool. Um, but yeah, I, I'd say that's where I'm most active and usually post the most updates and the most freebies and coupons for different things and that's nice. free music, free episodes, free stories, all that stuff. Cool. Is there when's the next episode coming out? Well, episode uh, two of season two just launched um, this Sunday. So that's right, yeah, it's Cowboy Up. That's uh, right, Cowboy Up. So that, um, I'm, new episodes come out every month on the first Sunday of the month. Um, Great time to unless, do it, yeah. 
unless I get hit by a bus. <laughs> but <laughs> that is that's the plan, and uh, hopefully in the near future, because uh, I'm holding down a full time day job. I have a band. Sure. I'm working on writing. So if for some if some reason Ace Tucker takes over and can actually produce some income, it will turn into a weekly podcast again. But right now, it's not feasible. So once a month, it is, kids. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. All right, folks, it's Ace Trucker. Ace, oh boy, I got it wrong. Ace Tucker, yeah. Space Trucker. <laughs> and and there's also a website, too, by the way, right? AceTuckerSpaceTrucker.com. There you go. <laughs> got to have the shingle, as they say these days, yeah, right? Yep. Exactly. Well, Jim Tramontana, thanks so much for being on Sci-Fi Talk. And folks, this is a fun audio drama. I mean, you know, I love audio drama and uh, and this is actually audio comedy, but it's entertaining and it's fun. And especially after a rough day or just to get away from some of the noise out there, this is a good way to do it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't uh, say it better myself. <laughs> All right, Bo, thanks for listening. And I'll see you next time. And Jim, thank you. Thank you, Tony. Take care. Visit their official site, acetuckerspacetrucker.com, where you can get information and the podcast, plus also books from Amazon and music too. Sci-Fi Talk Plus has a limited offer, which is free with 935 episodes, commercial free, uncut, and even special programs. Click on the link in the show notes for that free limited lifetime offer. This is Tony Tolado.